Hey everybody, welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen, and today is September 27th. Today we're going to continue in this week's Come Follow Me block. We're just going to talk briefly about a few scriptures in chapter 52, but I really want to move quickly because I want to spend some time in chapter 53, this beautiful messianic prophecy that we find here. So in chapter 52, we get that famous scripture that says, How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him that bringeth good tidings and publish peace, that bringeth good tidings of good, that publish salvation, that saith unto Zion, Thy God reigneth. I love that idea that even the feet of them that preach the gospel, of them that spread the gospel, would be considered a beautiful thing by those who would receive the gospel. It's no coincidence that Isaiah chose feet there. Feet were dirty. They were gross. (laughs) Like that was a body part that generally was not considered a beautiful thing. So for Isaiah to say, how beautiful are the feet of them that publish glad tidings is a huge thing. But if you talk to anyone who was converted to the gospel anyone who was baptized a little bit later in life, most likely they will sing the praises of those that brought the gospel into their lives. Whether that was the missionaries or a neighbor or a friend, they will speak so highly of those people because there's something to be said about the absolute gratitude that's felt when something so beautiful as the gospel of Jesus Christ comes into our lives. I love that scripture and the reminder that it is for me of how important it is to do missionary work, as we've been taught in conferences lately, in normal and natural ways. To spread the gospel at all times, if necessary, use words. I've told this story a bunch of times before, but my dear friend was serving as the president of the Denver South Mission with his incredible wife, and I had just gotten home from my mission, and I went to go visit them, and he said to me, Sister Peru, because that's what he called me, Sister Peru, what is the golden question of member missionary work? And fresh off my mission, I started thinking, well, have you read the Book of Mormon? Would you like to come to church? I'm thinking of all these questions. And he's like, yeah, none of those are are right. (laughs) And I could see that little twinkle in his eye that he knew that I wasn't going to get the right answer. And he said, Sister Peru, the golden question of member missionary work is what do you like on your hamburger? And I have loved that ever since. Member missionary work is about loving people, getting to know people, having the barbecue, having people over, and letting your life act as a testimony for the gospel of Jesus Christ. And when it's time, then we can use our words, we can testify, we can teach, we can invite. But how important it is to do the normal, natural thing first and to become dear friends with people. So I invite you today to think of what's something that you could do, a normal and natural way that you could share the gospel. It doesn't have to be huge, but one small thing that you can do to teach the gospel of Jesus Christ today. Now, the rest of that chapter, the rest of 52 is absolutely beautiful as well, but we are going to move ahead to chapter 53. Starting in verse one, it says, who hath believed our report and to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? So who hath believed our report? Basically, Isaiah, who's going to believe my testimony? Who's going to believe the witness that I am giving? He's inviting people to hear his testimony, to hear his witness and to believe it. 
Then verse two, it says, for he shall grow up before him. Now it's important to define those pronouns there. He is Christ and him is God. So Christ shall grow up before God as a tender plant and as a root out of dry ground, for he hath no form nor comeliness. And when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. Calling Christ a tender plant there is really interesting when we get into later verses. We'll talk about that probably tomorrow as we get into that again. But I think it's important that we recognize that it says Christ will grow up as a root out of dry ground. Now, remember, we've talked about this before and we'll see it again in Amos. Oftentimes, a lack of water is a symbol of a lack of testimony or a lack of the gospel. So here it's saying Christ is going to grow up out of dry ground or out of an apostate time. He's going to come out of apostate Judah. And there is no form nor comeliness. There's no beauty that we should desire him. I remember reading that as a kid thinking, well, that's rude. (laughs) But I think it's important because I remember clear back several presidential elections ago when Mitt Romney was running for president. And I remember hearing a bunch of people talking about him and listening to the news and people would talk about him being LDS and how that was not good. But something that they would always say is they would say, he just looks so presidential. And that's true. I'm not going to lie. Romney does look very presidential. And there's nothing wrong with that whatsoever. He did look so presidential. But I think it's important that we recognize that it's making specific mention here of the Savior and that there was nothing about him physically that would draw people to him. He didn't have the presidential look. He didn't have that natural, beautiful look that would draw people to him. People came to him not because of his looks, but because of his doctrine. And so that's a really interesting thing that's pointed out there. Verse three, he is despised and rejected of man, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid as it were our faces from him. He was despised and we esteemed him not. Surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. Now they say that you should liken all scriptures unto you. And so in these verses, I've changed all the we's and ours to I and my. And it really changes this verse. Listen to this. A man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And I hid as it were my face from him. He was despised and I esteemed him not. Surely... He hath borne my griefs and carried my sorrows, yet I did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. Now that can be kind of hard to hear sometimes, but how personal does that make that? He didn't just carry our sorrows or our griefs. He carried my sorrows and my griefs. He carried your sorrows and your griefs, and yet... Even knowing that, even understanding it perfectly, sometimes are we guilty of hiding our faces from him, of turning away as if to not see the Savior and what he wants from us, or to hope that the Savior doesn't see us and our actions or our thoughts. I also love how the scripture says that he is acquainted with grief. That is a mild way of putting it. He's acquainted with grief. He's been around the block. He's seen a thing or two. He's felt a thing or two. He is not just acquainted with grief in general. He is very 
intimately aware of your grief and what you are experiencing. He chose to experience that so that he could understand exactly what it's like to be you in any moment so that he can run to you and ease your burdens. Elder Bednar said it this way, there's no physical pain, no spiritual wound, no anguish of soul or heartache, no infirmity or weakness you and I could ever confront in mortality that the Savior did not experience first. In a moment of weakness, we may cry out, no one knows what it's like, no one understands, but the Son of God perfectly knows and understands, for he has felt and borne our individual burdens. And because of his infinite and eternal sacrifice, he has perfect empathy and can extend to us his arm of mercy. He can reach out, touch, succor, heal, and strengthen us. My friends, I testify of the truthfulness of the atonement of Jesus Christ, that it was not some general thing that was once done that can affect us or help us, but it was a very personal, very intimate thing that he knows you, that he is aware of what you are going through. The struggles that you are feeling right now, the struggles that you are experiencing are struggles that he chose to take upon himself so that if you will let him, if you will reach out, he is able to help bear those with you, to lift you up, to raise you out of whatever you're going through and to strengthen you and give you peace. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to follow us on social media, subscribe, like, comment, or share. This has been Come Follow Me, Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen.